and we're live. Good morning, everyone. It's it's really early. Uh, we're recording this show a little bit earlier in the day. Uh, but welcome to Next Gen Newsweek. Uh, my name is Mitch. Join me as always. We have Richard. Hello. We have Chase. Hello, hello. And Michael and Steven may show up later on in the show. Uh, again, we're recording early. Some people like to sleep. And some people like me get up at 5 a.m. We're just cool. That's just how it goes. But anyway, um, we delayed the show a day because there wasn't a lot of news, really, like headlining news. And then there was a state of play yesterday afternoon. So it just kind of made more sense to just do the show a day later, um, which is also part of why we were recording earlier. But anyway, uh, so we'll be talking about state of play. We're going to talk about uh, Grand Theft Auto's uh, next-gen versions and the upgrade path and why it costs money and it shouldn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and some other cool stuff. They came out this last week. But first, I want to tell you about some sales that are going on. because There's a bunch of big ones because today is Mario Day, March 10th. So Nintendo always likes to run sales on some of their games. Uh, most of them, uh, the big ones have been knocked down to 40 bucks, including Mario. <laughs> what? I did nothing. I'm just They get knocked down to the <laughs> price they should be to begin with being like 10-year-old games. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I'll start with the the fifty five dollar game, which is yeah, this is five bucks off. Mario Odyssey, five bucks off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Super Mario Party, which is the old Mario Party, not the one that came out last year. That one's still sixty bucks. This one they've marked down to fifty. And then in the forty dollar category, they have Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Mario Three D World. They have Breath of the Wild in here also. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, Mario Mario U Deluxe, Paper Mario the Origami King, Mario Maker 2, Mario Tennis Aces, Yoshi's Crafted World, and it's not listed here, but you can also get Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle for $10 if you haven't already bought that game because it's on sale like every week. Yeah. And, you can get and that makes, now that price difference makes sense. Yeah. And for $15, you can get the Mario Rabbit's uh, Gold Edition that comes with all the DLC. Which is nice, and then also so uh, to today only is uh, there's a sale on Best Buy for for the for the, uh, the first Mario Party, and that is thirty dollars. Dang, so still not it's thirty dollars off. Still not worth it. The second second one's way better than the first one, <laughs> but um, and then also uh, itch.io is they're having a fundraiser right now. Uh, for raising money for people in the Ukraine. They're dealing with all that war nonsense going on over there. Uh, they have over, I think it's 990 games available. And for a, you mm-hmm. get all of that for a minimum $10 donation. Uh, they've got some really good games in there that I've seen, like Celeste. They have Skatebird, Superhot, um, all sorts of really big or more notable indie games in there. So even if there's like one game in there that you've already been looking at getting, instead of paying like twenty bucks for it, it by itself, you can pay ten dollars in this donation and just get nine hundred and ninety other games, really. Uh, but that mm-hmm. that fundraiser is running through the seventeenth. There is a link in the description of this video um, if you're watching the YouTube version. That's got the link where you can go there and get that and just fill your Steam library up because I mean that's a ton of games that you could get off of that. So they're not they're not Steam. Oh. They're, they're direct downloads. They're DRM free, um, but still, uh, I think you can. I think there is an itch.io launcher or app that kind of like 
organizes them for you or something, but uh, they, I don't think you can import them into Steam. Okay. But still, I mean, that's an insane deal. Yeah. Do it, I mean, it's good to get it for the games, but also you know, kind of want to do it for the right reasons, I guess. Yeah. You know, you can donate as much as you want. They've raised almost $4 million off of that. So, I mean, if you think about how many people probably only gave them 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. I, when when I donated, uh, I think there was like I, I think it was around like the six thousand mark, and they're at like three and a half million as of this morning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that runs through uh, a week from today, so whenever that ends. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, before we get into the actual news, though, and maybe uh, I think S- Steven's awake now, so maybe he might be joining us. But anyway, let's go ahead and talk about the games. Or game we should we've been playing this week because I think Chase has been playing one game only and Richard and I probably have only been playing one game this past week. Uh, so Chase, you finished Horizon Forbidden West the other day. I did. How do you feel about it, man? Like there were there were a lot of twists in the story that I just wasn't not, was not expecting. Um, I'm just. I was just like blown away, just really, really blown away. Like how great everything is, how smooth everything feels. Like I, I there were a, time, a few times where I, you know, there are glitches. I mean, it's an open world game. It's a huge game. Um, like there were times where I just like, I, like a quest wouldn't complete for some reason. So I'd have to save and restart or reload it. And then it would, you know, go through that. And, uh, but like, just, just, Everything in the game just felt completely overhauled as far as like detail. Um, the armor is just completely just beautiful, just beautiful armor. Uh, the character animations. Um, there's also one point uh, toward the end of the game, which I won't spoil anything for you, but it's just like how the uh, the motion capture is in the game and how much detail that, that they put into it. Like I could tell what was going to happen coming up just by the the way that the character said what they said and like their their emotions. So like I just like I love that the fact that you like even like you know like now that, that we're getting to that point where you can you can really tell that that stuff going on in the game because like you know older games you couldn't do that. But uh, but yeah, that and like. I'm going into Elden Ring starting as soon as we get done with the podcast. Oh man! And <laughs> um, but like I don't know. Like I, I, I'm really excited to see how much better Elden Ring is going to be than Horizon, according to ratings. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I think we're kind of like in the opposite boats because as soon as I finish Elden Ring, I'm going into Horizon. I don't know. I think we're yeah. probably the same way or close. Soon after he finishes, I, I, I want to, but I'm gonna be honest. Um, I'm going into Strangers of Paradise. Yeah. Uh, there's just something about that. That first, I need to play the second demo, I guess. But there's something about that first demo that just snagged me. I like that kind of change on the Final Fantasy mechanic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Chase, would you say that Horizon Forbidden West is better than Horizon Zero Dawn? Oh, definitely. Like, I mean, you, you can't have one without the other, honestly, mm-hmm. but, man, as like far Rocky as... Like one and two. Yeah, like, uh, but, like, as far as story story goes, like, I mean, it just it just vastly improves on everything in the game. We have a Michael. Um, 
I've heard that the story is not like told through flashbacks and like little intel things, like the first game with like most of the like, or I guess the backstory. I guess uh, is that true, or is it like is it mostly like the story is like in your face and not like stuff you have to go hunt and search for, like in the first game? Right. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. There's. But that makes sense, though. Yeah. Because in the first like, one, it was important to establish why things were the way they were. So. And there, and there are plenty of points in the in the game where you can go and like read like data points from the past and you know like, like kind of like sets up a lot of stuff but yeah let me but, ask you do they do the same thing with the the viewpoints where like you can see the world the way it was like landmarks and stuff like that did they carry that over okay that's yeah. cool that's cool mm-hmm. nice so richard so you want to talk about your experience with elden ring so far you know i feel i feel sad <laughs> no, it's weird to say that because like it, it gets such good reviews and I don't want to discredit it at all. I mean, I'm enjoying it, but there are there are moments where I, I really wish it was Dark Souls and not Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really I believe there is such a thing as too big and Elden Ring may be that. I don't like exploring for the sake of exploring and not receiving a any kind of benefit from it. Yeah. And there are places that you can go in this vast, vast world of Elden Ring, and you, you don't come across anything. I mean, you might see, like, an enemies. Like, I don't know. I've, I've had really random encounters with some enemies that are kind of weird. I literally thought the other day, I don't know if you saw this guy or not, um... He's a knight. He's got like a red and blue um, kind of a, I don't know what the, like a, not a toga, but you know, like a garment on over his armor. And he's standing up on this cliffside and he's like looking out across the ocean. And literally, he looked like an NPC. So I went up to him and uh, he's got like a white bushy mustache. I mean, it, it looked like a stylized character that you would interact with. Mm-hmm. And I stood there and I was just like, why won't it let me talk to this guy? There was like no button presses or anything like that. And I stood there for, it felt like forever, but it was probably a good like five or ten seconds. And then I guess he noticed me, which is weird because I was standing behind beside him forever. And he just attacked me. And I guess he was <laughs> just like a regular enemy, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, there, there's weird things that happen. And they're not glitches. They're just odd oddities that happen in the world. My my rule number one of coming across anything in Elden Ring: push R three to see if enemy. <laughs> oh, do a target lock. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, because you know it's like Dark Souls. It's one of those things where you don't want to kill an NPC because you know that that may screw you over later. And I guess that's um, I mean, which that's that's not an old concept. You know, it's that's a Dark Souls thing where you know you don't want to kill an NPC and you may do it on accident because that kind of locks you out of certain things, but. There's just so much going on. And did you ever find the Wolfman that mm-hmm. I was telling you about? Mm-hmm. His name's Blaid or something like that. I don't know. I want his armor. There's not any good armor in this game. I don't know if I just picked the wrong class or what. But as a vagabond, every piece of armor I've come across so far has been worse than mine. So <laughs> I just haven't come across a lot of armor. Um, I got. I really like the armor I have. Most of it's stuff I bought in the store in the very beginning of the game, and then I got like one kind of cool helmet, and then that's kind of like where it's been. But see, I'm a collection slut, so like when I come across like a mob and they drop a piece of their armor, I'm like, oh, they'll drop all of it, so I'll just farm it until I get it mm-hmm. all. So I mean, I've got tons of sets, um, but I mean, don't, there's no benefit to it. Which 
Actually, to be honest, in past Dark Souls games, there really isn't that much of a benefit to armor, really, unless you're just trying to go for a tank. It's mainly a cosmetic thing, so mm-hmm. it's definitely one of those situations where if you look purdy to yourself, just go with it. So. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, have you seen any of these crazy like characters that people have made? so far like when they have like the big golem eyes and like their skin's <sighs> green and they got like purple hair and stuff like that no no I was about to say, i've seen silhouettes of like other players and i've seen like weird heads and i'm just like wow how do they do that of course now i got some kind of a helmet that's an octopus head <laughs> uh i haven't i haven't put it on or anything but i mean there, there's definitely some stuff out there but yeah i mean i tell you what like i mean i've my Souls experience is nowhere near as much, not as experienced with it as you are. But, like, one of the things that I was talking about yesterday with you is that, like, uh, in other games, you know, you kind of get, like, hints about, like, what you're supposed to do uh, to progress the story. In this game, like, I mean, there's this gigantic room that's got, like, a the, the picture I sent, like, with the giant elevator in it. And you have, like, there's no indication of, like, how you're supposed to make that elevator work. And had someone watching the stream not told me that you have to all the stuff you have to do to get it to work i probably never would have figured it out and i probably would have just turned the game off and like taken a break from it because it was just like it was crazy you know to spoil anything but the um and i I was sort of the exact opposite though and i think you know this is kind of how just the game plays out you know when you showed it to me and i actually it was weird because i ended up there like a few minutes after you, you know posted that picture when I saw the name of the area, it God, this is so I don't know how to say this without being a spoiler. There are things you need to get that area to work. And I had already received one of the items. And because of the naming conventions that matched, I kind of figured, oh, okay, well, you probably have to have all these items to get this to work. So I think that's probably the best way to describe that without spoiling anything. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't know what some stuff feels like in-game area, and it's not. And I don't know. The map keeps getting bigger. You know, when you start out, you've got this square, and you're like, okay, well, this is the whole world. And then you get to a certain point, and all of a sudden, the the whole thing changes, and it gets extremely larger. So, I don't know, the game's huge. Yeah, it really you, is. You I mean. sent like this picture of your map, and we're like, okay, where is it? And then I was like, oh. It's like oh, way over to the left. Like you hadn't even unlocked that map yet, and I think it probably was like a oh my god, this map's even bigger than I thought. But anyway, we'll be able to talk more about Elden Ring next week because between now and next week, Chase is probably going to put a hundred hours in the Elden Ring, and so because <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's just how it works. But anyway, Michael, good morning. Thanks for good morning. Coming. Did you get enough sleep? Maybe. Good. We'll find out. Have you been? Did you play any games last week? Um, I know I did. <laughs> Maybe uh, Fortnite, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing too exciting. Just the normal stuff. I want to see Michael play Elden Ring. <laughs> it is easier. It's it's easier than than other Souls games. Okay. It, it it is. I may have uh, convinced David's wife to want to play because there's a giant turtle in the game. <laughs> She's obsessed with turtles. I met the giant turtle. All right. And I've killed I've killed a lot of turtles. Got to get that turtle neck meat. Oh no! I I have refused to kill turtles except for the one time where I accidentally killed a turtle. 
No, I, I, I got killed. some uh, turtle neck meat in my pants. Oh my god! <laughs> well, you know there was there was a running joke because apparently in the because um, the the image of turtle neck meat looks a certain way. Mm. Yes, and in the uh, uh, what's it called the uh, the not the trial but the uh, the network test previously in the. Ne- <laughs> He about just, that network he test, just, he just broke. Speaking of, yeah. What happened just now? You talked about network tests, and then it just froze up. <laughs> oh, okay, well, now that that network test is over, during yeah. the network test of Elden Ring, if you come across it and you killed a turtle and you got the turtleneck meat, in the item description, it talked about how, like, you know, it was seen as like a sign of virility for like years and stuff mm. like that. But they they took it out in this version. So mm. that's rude. <laughs> rude. Damn, that was funny. <laughs> you like so in the network and then just froze. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, I guess has anyone else been playing any other games other than Elden Ring and Horizon? I kind of just said it, but I don't know for sure. I finished the <laughs> No Man's Sky Fifth Expedition. Which takes some time, so I think there's like three weeks left. Um, it's it's the longest one I've had to do. Mm-hmm. I downloaded uh, Ghost Runner because you know it's a free game this month, but I haven't had a chance to play. It looks really cool though. It's it's, it's really cool. So. All right, let's get into our little bit of news. Uh, just real quick, if you've uh, enjoyed Dying Light Two. Uh, Dying Light 1 just got its free. It's got a free next-gen upgrade. Uh, it's like the 4K60 uh, locked frame rate and everything like that. Um, Amazon is in the works of making a God of War TV show for Amazon Prime. Um, how do y'all feel about God of War getting a TV show? Do you think it needs one? Because I'm kind of at that point now where I'm like, I think they need to stop making gaming TV shows. I mean, I'm going to watch it if it's good, or I will yeah. watch it and complain, but uh, I don't like. I don't feel like it need one. I, like, I mean, I don't feel like a lot of games need movies or TV shows, but... Right. My, Netflix has gotten so big, they're like, what can we squeeze money out of now? My thing is mm-hmm. that this is now the... F- the fourth PlayStation IP that's got a TV show that they're working on, and we haven't seen any of them come out yet. So we don't know the quality <laughs> of these TV shows. So, like, you, know, you have The Last of Us, uh, there is Twisted Metal, There's a, it's either a Ghost of Tsushima TV show or movie that they're making. It's a movie, I believe. And then now this, and it's, it's like, can you, why don't you just wait to see how, like, one of them does before you just go all in on doing Did things. anyone see the Uncharted movie? Mm-mm. I forgot about that, okay. too. Did you mm-hmm. watch it? Not yet. I know our I friend... Spider-Man's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Undercover Spider-Man. I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> I watched Jackass Forever yesterday. That was a 11 out of 10 movie. <laughs> what is happening with Richard? <laughs> oh, no. Like, I really don't know. <laughs> Man, his network, network test. test. He, yeah. he, he like blacked out and came back and the phone was No, right you know what? I, I, was being, uh, I was being critical of Elden Ring. So now they, uh, the powers that be are trying to shut my voice down. 
or maybe mm-hmm. maybe Nintendo finally caught on that we were talking about Switch Sports two weeks ago, and they're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like "Happy Mario Day!" and he just busts in your house. Well, you know, it's uh, has the Halo show started yet? Uh, no, that's next that's week. Not, that's that's next, next week. week. The Cuphead show has already been greenlit for a second season on Netflix. I know it's not a PlayStation IP, but you know, as far as video game shows go, and I mean it. It did really well. Everybody reviewed I've seen it. The uh, first two episodes. It, it, I mean, it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so. I mean, maybe. Yeah, you have um, Cuphead's out. Halo starts into this month. Um, I think Last of Us and Twisted Metal shows for this year, and then there's a Mario movie coming out on Christmas Day uh, with Chris Pratt in it, and uh, I'm sure there's probably a bunch of other stuff too, but. I think another thing is kind of, you know, when you think about the Cuphead show, uh, the expectation level, I don't know where it was, but, you know, Cuphead's kind of like this one-off indie title. You either love it or you've probably never played it. Um, Whereas there's such a following to something like Halo or God of War or like The Last of Us, the expectation level is enormously high compared to a show like Cuphead or or even like Twisted Metal. I know it's got its own following, but it's, it's been so long since we've seen anything from Twisted Metal. But I think the the failure rate of something like Halo or uh, The Last of Us would probably be a lot greater because of the expectation. Same way with Resident Evil. Like, you can't please Resident Evil fans with, like, a movie or anything like that. Some of their animated uh, films have been really good, but live action, they just, they don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's a, a, wasn't there a Resident Evil live action movie last year, or was it an animated movie? No, it, well, there was both. The, the animated movie was really good. The um, live action bombed. Mm. <laughs> so, so, there you go. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I, I've avoided watching a trailer for the Halo TV show except for like, the first one. And then yesterday there was a preview during the Jackass movie for Halo. So, and then at the end of it, it was just like a Paramount Plus exclusive. And I was like, no thanks. I'll get it some other way. Like, <laughs> Yeah, see, that's how I am with like uh, the... Because they're talking about Amazon Prime with the God of War. I'm not getting Amazon Prime to watch that. You know, I'll use other methods. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of like okay, Sony needs to either one open their own streaming app or two, and I don't want them to do that because that's another streaming app. But yeah. um, they could do that or pick a partner with it because The Last of Us show is on HBO. I don't know what Twisted Metal's on. This is God of War shows on Amazon Prime. It's like just pick one, just just pick one. Because I mean, Sony's got a lot of like movie studios underneath them, so I mean they could probably get by with opening their own, but yeah, bundle it with their PlayStation Spartacus stuff, I guess. All right, and um, if you're a fan of Monster Hunter, there is a uh, Monster Hunter Rise state of play, I mean, digital event, I mean, Nintendo Direct, uh, happening on uh, March 15th. Uh, They're going to be letting you play the game for free for a whole week. And then um, they'll also be talking about all the new Monster Hunter Rise, uh, what is it called, Sunbreak stuff that's happening at the end of this month. Uh, But you get a free trial of... uh, Monster Hunter Rise, but Nintendo's doing a lot better by giving people like these free trials and free demos of their upcoming games, uh, which is really nice. Did anyone check out uh, the Kirby in the Forgotten Land uh, demo? Yep. Was it fun? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it was. 
my daughter really, really enjoyed it. So I'm never much of a Kirby fan, so for me to say it's fun and be like eh about it is huge. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I'll okay. I I may pick it up. I don't know. I gotta we're not gonna talk about this, but I've Nintendo did something within the past day that I disagree with, so I'm kind of blah on Nintendo right now. So I don't know if it's going to be a day one purchase now, because I'm I'm back in the back in the blah with Nintendo thing. But no, it's good. It's it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Well, um, the one of the bigger <clears throat> excuse me one of the bigger stories uh, from this past week is that um, Grand Theft Auto Five's you know its next gen upgrade is coming out next week. And they're going to make people pay for it, which I <clears throat> don't really know how I feel about that. So the upgrade is going to be on all platforms before, like, the discounts and everything. is. It's a $40 upgrade, and you get to move your char- you know, one-time character migration to the PS5 Xbox Series versions. Uh, but for the first three months, the PlayStation version is going to be on sale for $10, and the Xbox version is going to be on sale for $20. And then if you, after that, if you don't want to pay for uh, the GTA Five campaign, you can buy Grand Theft Auto Online separately for $20. Um, so it's like, that's a weird pricing thing with it. But uh, I don't know. I don't feel like they should be charging. I mean, they're like one of the only people that's charging for next-gen upgrades for their game. And it's and they're like, the that game is the biggest cash cow of all time as far as games go. Because like they're charging for it. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't get is players will be able to make a one-time character migration. Is that like going from Sony to Xbox or? So they didn't specify because, like you know, on the um, when it went from the 360 PS3 version to the Xbox One PS4 version, you could migrate across systems, but yeah. they didn't specify with this one whether you could do that or not. But it didn't make any sense why it would be a one-time thing because it's the same game. Like it's the it's not it's the same architecture between the two versus kind of like yeah my thing is like there's there's no new art no content though yeah you're just paying for upscaling really you're paying for ray tracing pretty much yeah so I think they're well I mean I think they're adding some new stuff but it's nothing like substantial it's not like they're going oh yeah here's three new heists and you know all this you know stuff, but. if this game was like five years old and this was like the first console jump i could see it but since this game is like 400 years old and <laughs> we've been playing it for like the past 400 years uh no i mean it, it's stupid because you can already play gta 5 on your ps5 and on yeah. your xbox series the only thing that you really get with this is that so like if you play the game now obviously it's going to load faster because it's you know, a better it's an SSD versus a mechanical hard drive. But with the update, they've optimized the loading speed for the game. So I don't know how they haven't said like how much faster that's going to be. That's something you'd probably want to see for a video because you know you compare like the PS3, PS4, yeah. and PS5 loading times. It's pretty substantial on the PS5 version, especially compared to the PS3 version. But if you like, oh, I give them right now ten bucks, and like, oh, my loading speeds only go down by four seconds like okay yeah but think about how much real estate on your next gen hard drive that you're gonna give this 400 year old game Mm -hmm. no they can piss off 
That's exactly well, what they can do. It's kind of it's kind of weird because you know if it's optimized because the way that like older hard drives <laughs> that like mechanical ones is they have to load they have to keep multiple assets on like the hard drive several different times so it makes it where they can access it easier whenever it's loading but you don't have to do that on an SSD so like all the different trees and buildings and stuff that they reuse several times they don't have to keep they don't it's not on the hard drive as much so. Um, I think that it will probably that would probably lower the hard drive space, but then adding the 4K ray tracing stuff just brings it probably back to where it's at. Oh yeah, oh it's probably what eighty. What is it now? Like around a hundred gig, it's 80 to hundred gig, eighty five. I think. Yeah. So you got what? How much does our PS fives have? What is it? Uh, five. It's or? it's eight twenty five, but you only get access to like six sixty of it. Yeah, 660. So you're looking at like a sixth of your hard drive space to this old-ass game. Yeah. So, no. And you're paying money for it. <laughs> I mean, but on the flip side, though, we're talking like, oh, man, this sucks, and I'm not going to play it. But I would honestly rather pay the $10 for it now, even if I don't play then it. Than the 40 Then being like in three months, man, I wish I had paid 10 bucks for that, and I got to give them 40 bucks. So, I mean, it couldn't hurt to at least just acquire it, even if you don't have any intention of really going back. Because, you know, something may happen. They may go, hey, um, we're going to have to push GTA 6 back another year if because we haven't even started it yet. Uh, here's three more <laughs> Here's three more heists uh, we're going to give you. I want to go back and do all the heists again. That was really fun. Um, so, yeah. But, anyway, I would, I would definitely recommend going ahead and purchasing that now versus waiting until it costs more for sure wonder why it's more on xbox i don't know i think they have a um kind of like a low-key partnering deal with playstation because mm. like the um you know every month since say the ps5 came out you've been able to get like a million dollars for free every month um as long as you remember to sign in and get it and um there's something else. I think it was originally going to launch first, like the. Oh no, I know what it was. The GTA Online is free on PlayStation for three months, even if you don't own the game. It was like a PlayStation Plus benefit or something. So they got some kind of weird deal, partnering deal with them. They have to get something since now that uh, or Call of Duty can't be a um, PlayStation um, beneficial game or whatever it was called. But speaking of PlayStation, we got a state of play yesterday, and there was a bunch of decent, if not good, stuff. I think one of the things that everyone was really excited for was like the thing that they probably wasn't like the thing everyone thought they were going to be excited for. But let's go ahead and start with the first game, Exo Primal from Capcom, which is just Dino Crisis without being called Dino Crisis. <laughs> Uh, that's coming out uh, next year for PS5 and PS4. Uh, did anyone seem really excited for that? I wasn't excited when I saw dinosaurs. Cause I'm just don't like dinosaurs. It looked like it looked like Anthem with dinosaurs. Oh, Michael's in. Michael loves Anthem. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. There's a lot of comparisons to Dino Crisis that were made from people that are more versed in that uh, genre than I am. But this is like you—you you could have just called this Dino Crisis instead of fixing it. But 
Uh, we got a new trailer for uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is it's kind of like Deathloop, where they just put out a bunch of trailers, and I go, oh my god, there's just too many trailers for this game, and then I get it, and then I just go, man, this is my game of the year. Um, I probably it'll be it'll be a while before I play this, unless it, unless it comes out with a ten out of ten, and then I have to drop everything. Not that I I value everyone in the gaming industry's opinion, but like if the universe says it's a ten out of ten, I kind of more might more likely to pick it up. I don't know, how do y'all feel about Ghostwire Tokyo? Is this, is, I know we're probably going to be really busy not uh, getting it as soon as it comes out, but like, are y'all interested? I'm going to get it. It's I am. Yeah. I'm going to get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting it. For it. Um, but it's probably going to be end of the year. It just it, I don't know. The timing feels wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to play scary stuff when it's like spring outside and everything's coming back and it's purdy. Mm-hmm. Purdy. So yeah, it's just to me, it's wrong. Wrong timing. Uh, we kind of mentioned it already, but uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. It's coming out March 15th. So it's coming out next week. And, Five days, yeah. And uh, there's a new demo out for it now. Is your progress able to carry over from the demo? into From the- this from this demo that came out yesterday, it okay. will. Not from the previous, though. Gotcha. Uh, we got a new trailer for Forspoken. Again, another game that's getting too many trailers. But it did get delayed to October. Um so yeah, a little kind of cleaned up the the summer a little bit, so you have a little more time to play yeah. games. I'm kind of it'll come out this. around Christmas. You think so? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I mean, it looks really good, but I don't know. I just these delays. I almost wish they would stop announcing games. I like the way that Nintendo. No goes. more games ever. Yeah. Only play. <laughs> Society what I mean of about, like, moved stop on. Stop announcing games is like, don't like, th- this is what I mean. Like, they should be like, you know, Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out tomorrow. You know, just like, don't give. Or, like, or like, like, Nintendo has been, been pretty good about, like, you know, hey, we have a game coming out in three months. And it's like, you know. Okay, except, yeah. Except, don't except put, for like, Advance any, Wars. <laughs> don't put. Hey, now we're going to Because yeah. society reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they should just, yeah, stop with the hype. Like, people are going to buy the games regardless. Like, people are not, like, saving their money for, like, 50 bucks. I mean, some people are, but, like, they're going to do that regardless. Like, so, like, yeah, just switch it. Yeah. Just be like, hey, hey here it is. Like, I, I just remember, um, so, I think it was, what year, what year did Paper Mario and the Origami King come out? Was that 2019? I think it was. So at E3 2018, they announced this indie game called Bug Fables. And they're like, oh, this is going to be like Paper Mario. It's going to be great. It comes out in April. And then uh, February Nintendo Direct, Nintendo's like, oh, hey, here's Paper Mario the Origami King. And it comes out in two months. And it came out the week before Bug Fables did. And it, no one ever heard of Bug Fables ever again. It was just gone. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was, it was sad. <laughs> it was sad, but it was great. <laughs> uh and then ever since then, they've been really good about, unless it's like they're big, you know, like Zeldas and stuff like that. They're pretty much like, hey, this game comes out in two months or something. Like, I mean, think about like in, what is it, uh, May and June, like how many, in April with Nintendo Switch Sports, they have so many games like, oh, hey, this is all coming out like by the second half of June or first half of June. It's great. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, with Forspoken, I'm just excited to be the Avatar. Sounds gonna be like it's going to be a lot of fun. 
He is literally Avatar the Last Airbender without being Avatar. Um, we got Gundam Evolution um, coming uh, this year, but it's going to be 6v6 first-person shooter with a network test happening in um, spring. I don't know if I'll be done with Elden Ring in time to play that, but not that I, mean, I don't know if I'm really interested in a Gundam first-person shooter to be in with. But anyone, anyone excited for Gundam? No. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there. Yeah. 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 I mean, some guy who builds them and kisses them goodnight and tucks them in. <laughs> Do we know somebody who does that? Uh, I don't know. Bitter, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you're a fan of, like, old NES arcade nostalgia, which I think this is probably everyone's most excited thing for the whole thing, but is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. That seem pretty excited. Yes! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want it today. <laughs> There's like, what, 13 games on here? 13 yeah. games. Like, old school. I was ready for them to, because they were obviously showing, like, Game Boy footage in the, uh, state of play and i just wanted to hear them say the word game boy like i just wanted to be like check out all these ga- original like game boy and, and nintendo entertainment system turtles games like i just want to hear them say it um <laughs> i remember playing fall of the foot clan on the original game boy that shit really? was dope man <laughs> so anyway the full list uh is obviously teenage mutant ninja turtles arcade game uh turtles in time arcade uh, the NES version of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, number Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game for NES, that's confusing, Manhattan Project, Turtles in Time uh, for the Super Nintendo, Hyperstone Heist, uh, Fall of the Foot Clan, Back from the Sewers, Radical Rescue, uh, and then Tournament Fighters. You get, I guess you get the NES, Super Nintendo, and the Genesis version of Tournament Fighters? Kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, really, I mean, you're it's thirteen titles, but a lot of these are like tournament fighters. They add different characters on different platforms and stuff like that, but that's really the same game. Just yeah. like the uh T two, the arcade game for NES was the home version of the uh Ninja Turtles arcade made popular at Pizza Hut. Um yep. and then the Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo is the um is the home version of the arcade. So a lot of these are are repeats, but I mean, for forty bucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a no brainer. Go, go download an emulator. It's a lot better than paying yeah, for it's con- for it's the convenience uh, for the arcade one-up cabinet <laughs> that only had like two of these games in it. So I mean, see, there was like six different versions of just the Turtles in Time because, like, like Richard said, yeah. like part of it was like uh, like the arcade version, and then like it. I think for Sega Genesis, it got turned into Hyperstone Heist, but it's the same game. Uh, yeah. Uh, the home version had two extra levels, uh, and then it was... Um, I think there was a special version on a GameCube disc, and then there's a 3D version that PlayStation came out with, and just and then the reshelled. It's just, yeah, it's insane. They should reboot all of these, but make them with that really shitty uh, Michael Bay uh, CGI. That'd be, I would play the shit out of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be here for it. Um, We got uh, Giga Bash, which is a four-player kaiju brawler uh, coming out later this year. 
Uh, JoJo's All-Star Battle R. Not a Battle Royale, just a Battle R. But you can make JoJo memes with over 50 characters in there. I'm here for it. I saw that little, I don't know what it's called, but that little symbol that you always see in like the JoJo's memes. And I was like, oh my god, there's so much meme content. The one where he's juggling the balls with his tongue? No, that's Hunter no, x it, Hunter. No, it's like where it's like I am like... <laughs> It's like the camera's like on the floor looking up and you just see him like walking towards someone and it's got those little symbols going up the side of it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, and then I think, well, I guess this is, I don't know where the studio actually come from. I forgot to put it in here. But the, uh, Trek to Yomi, which is a homage to classic samurai films. So it's like a, a oh. more down. Yeah, it looks, for, looks really movie. good. Yeah. Featuring intense 1v1 combat. It's actually, it comes out this spring, so it's actually not too far away. Um, there's also a free... Yeah, update. visually, man. It's... Yeah. I watched it on my phone, so I don't know the exact quality of the... And, like, I literally got out of the movie yesterday, sat in my car, and was like, oh, five minutes from now, it was a state of play. So I just sat in the movie theater parking lot and watched it on my phone. So, <laughs> that kind of guy. Um, Anyway, there's a free update for Returnal coming out at the end of this month featuring a campaign co-op and a new survival mode. Chase, are you going back to Returnal? Yes. All the I'm trophies, excited. All the new trophies? Probably. So I have a question. If you say, okay, for example, say that this game yes. has, yeah, okay, that um, it has uh, 10 new trophies tied to um, the survival mode or something. Since you've, you platin, platinum Returnal, right? Mm-hmm. So, if they add 10 more trophies, does it revoke your platinum until you go back and get them again? Okay. No. Okay. No. It's like, a, it's like a separate folder kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it will piss you off on the home screen. Because... Oh, there he went. <laughs> Man, he's going again. His network test. Um, but yeah, what he's saying is, uh, like, it'll it'll say, like, your trophy, and it'll, it'll have the platinum up there, but... Uh, and that, but it'll say you have like ninety percent of the trophies. Mm, that's annoying. Yeah. I love that every time he tries to say something, he just breaks. Oh God, every time. Every... <laughs> so what did I say? I don't even. Uh, you were you started talking about it and then you froze and then Chase uh, finished your sentence for you. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I was going with the percentage thing. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Richard, you didn't play Returnal, did you? I didn't. I want to. Uh, it's just there's, it's just there's so much going on right now. I still have to play Deathloop. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't. There's the backlog is is real. So. I gotta. I still mm-hmm. to or I guess put more than an hour into Far Cry Six. But I don't know where I've got room for more open world games. You know, and that's <laughs> like before the podcast. You know, I, I mentioned that article that the title was. You know, stop making your game so big. That's another offshoot. Of, that's another problem is that, you know, you don't have all the time to devote hundreds and hundreds of hours. We yeah. can't all be Chase. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's so weird because, like, in the, I've, I've, I've now officially played Elden Ring for as long as I played Dying Light 2, and I put probably 25 hours in Dying Light 2, and in the same week of time, I've put 45 hours into Elden Ring, and it's like... Dude, for, first off, I need to chill. <laughs> but, like, uh, um, it's like, I don't know, because, you know, we talked about it before, like, you have Elden Ring, you have Dying Light Horizon, that's just in, like, the first little bit. 
Zelda makes it for this year. That's another massive open world game. If you like Xenoblade, you have that too. It's like, oh my god. And that's the stuff we know about. And I'm sure I'm, for, I'm forgetting a ton of stuff. It's like, it's, there's uh, my PlayStation year in review and Nintendo year in review for next year. Or it's it's going to be like, you need to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of touching Grace, you need to touch grass. Instead. <laughs> It'll be that quagmire meme, except for like one giant arm. It's going to be two large thumbs. Yeah. Be, uh, yeah. Go back inside again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there was a couple more games. There was the, uh, the Dio Field Chronicle uh, from Square Enix, which is an open world. No, no, sorry. Not oh god, brain hurts. It's a uh, all platform RPG, and when they were showing it off, it literally looked like Fire Emblem Three Houses. Like it was the same plot of that game. So I made you know, if you guys are looking at the notes, I made a meme for it, which is that dude looking at the butterfly. And it's like, is this Fire Emblem? Like it's because <laughs> um, it was like, oh yeah, you have um, this kingdom versus this alliance, and then there's this neutral territory that's no longer neutral, and they're about to get into this war, and you get to pick sides. It's like, this is literally Fire Emblem Three Houses. Like, it's the same plot of that game. It's the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, in, I'll, instead of buying that, I'm probably just gonna go do... Oh, we lost Richard again. Um, another... Uh, <laughs> Man, it... He, we lost his, his picture. Uh... Just going to go back and do my second playthrough of Three Houses instead. And finally, the uh, Valkyrie Elysium coming out exclusively for PlayStation this year. And I didn't know this was a game in a series, but it's, um, I guess it's a sequel to 2006 Valkyrie Profile 2 Silmaria for the PS2. Did anyone play any of these games before? I can't remember. Like I, I feel like I played a, like a Valkyrie game like a long time ago, but I can't remember what it was. Gotcha. But that is going to wrap up the state of play. What was everyone's? Uh, if you could give it a letter grade for what it was, I'm kind of like a a C ish, maybe like a C plus. Yeah. <clears throat> a D. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go. I'll go with a B. Richard's giving it a D. Yeah. But to be fair, there was absolutely nothing that... It was either stuff I had seen before and I was already interested in or shit I didn't have any, you know, so that that's that affects the grade I give it. Mm-hmm. They, they could have definitely got by with this, this being a PlayStation blog post instead of making a state of play out of it. So a lot of people are kind of like theorizing since most of this was Square Enix. They're like thinking that maybe Sony is making a purchase. So, mm. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I've called it for forever. Like it's, yeah. they, they've always just been very buddy, buddy with, um, PlayStation. So, I mean, it would not surprise me. A lot of mm-hmm. people were expecting to see stuff like Final Fantasy 16 in this though. And that's kind of like a bad sign. that mm-hmm. It's not coming out till either really late this year or, uh, getting pushed to next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, yep. people were like, I mean, they kind of started. Um, with, oh, go ahead. They did. Uh, they did put up a 35 year anniversary website today. Like not today, but like the other day. Oh yeah, there was there was something else about uh, people were thinking that they uh, there might be a Sly Cooper game coming because they just re redid the website for Sly Cooper. 
Like mm-hmm. the same day that the state of play got announced, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" But it's kind of like one of those things where, like, you know, I think during the last state of play, like the people always read into this shit way too much, and it was like, "Oh, the developer behind Twisted Metal retweeted the state of play, so obviously that means that Twisted Metal's gonna be there." Yeah. But I mean, sometimes it's just they're right though, because like um, when Nintendo does like a Nintendo Direct and like some random ass developer that no one's heard of in forever. Like the people who did earthbound, like they tweeted the last Nintendo direct and Oh, earthbound's now on the switch online store. So, I mean, it kind of works sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. speaking of though, uh, F zero is dropping on Nintendo switch online. Is it this Friday? I think, or next Friday. Uh, so you, if you, and that's got, which four, one X. Yeah. F zero X. That was the 64? I think so. Uh, I, will I think check. it was. Man, yeah. like, whichever one is going to have online multiplayer, so that's cool. And maybe if enough people um, get one or start playing it, um, they'll make a new one. Let's see. F-Zero Nintendo Switch Online. The first thing is, why is Nintendo doing this? F Zero's coming to the Nintendo Switch, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you know, I, I think I got blogged out or anything. If that's true, if Sony could be trying to make a play for Square and purchase them, then wouldn't IO Interactive is a subsidiary of Square, isn't it? Um, I do not remember. I'm wanting to say it is. Said IO Interactive. I think IO Interactive is a subsidiary of Square Enix. Um, let's see. Yeah, Square Enix Europe. So that would make Sony the owner of IO Interactive as well, which they would own Hitman in that upcoming 007 game. Then. Yep. Yeah. That's interesting. Sony will have a. Oh, never mind. I don't know why I was thinking that Ubisoft was owned by Xbox. It hasn't happened yet. I was gonna say like mm-hmm. I was gonna say Xbox owns uh, uh, Tom Clancy and PlayStation owns uh, James Bond 007. So, but I'm wrong as of right now. But give it a year and Ubisoft be like, mm-hmm. hey, <laughs> we're under we're under Xbox now. I mean, you can get. I think they added a uh, you. Was, is there a thing called Uplay? I think it's now part of Game Pass. So yeah, you uh, you pretty much it's like it's it, you pretty much have it without or without actually being there. So, all right. Well, that's all the, the news for this week. I know we got to start trying to wrap up because Michael has to go to work here in a little bit. So I'll try to yeah. be uh, quick. Get bread. Yeah, gotta get that bread. All right. So we'll do a quick trivia question. And then uh, we will wrap things up. So this week's trivia question is... Which planet in the solar system would be the same size of the Minecraft world if it were a real place? Is it Mars, Venus, Neptune, or Uranus? Or I guess Uranus, sorry. That's the right way of saying it. So if Minecraft was a was in the real world, how how big of a planet would it be? Tough one because I have no point of reference for Minecraft. 
What was the four again? Mars, Venus, Neptune, and Uranus. I want to go with Neptune. I'll go with Neptune. I feel like it's either Neptune or Venus. Are we talking about just like the standard world or like all of the servers or... I guess it's just the standard world of mm. the Minecraft world. I'll say Mars. Mars is pretty big. I'm going with Mars. The correct answer is Neptune. I yes! Know, I don't know anything about like where they get that information from other than like it's just out in existence. So Mars is smaller than Earth. And I was like, it's it's gotta be it's gotta Mars be bigger. Is smaller than Earth, yeah, but I mean creating that much content, like Yeah, but it just man, have you ever thought about a Minecraft map that shit just goes on and on and on forever? Um, so real quick Uh, I'm going to tell you exactly. Okay, so Neptune is four times bigger than Earth. So, roughly four times bigger than Earth. So, just a, four four Earths worth of Minecraft to shell shoved in one thing. And I feel like I I've would uh, debate. I'd like to. I'd like to thank my astronomy teacher in college for that question. <laughs> so, that was supposed to be a throwaway class that was easy. Uh, for a science credit, that class was hard as hell. <laughs> God, I, lo- I love astronomy. Like, um, There's a lot of chemistry involved in the course, though. Mm-hmm. may not realize that, but tons of chemistry. It's just about like how the at- what the atmosphere is like made up of on all the planets and how... We had a quiz one night, uh, and it was a lab quiz where we had these big-ass telescopes. You know, we had our things at night, you know, so we look at the night sky... And he would give us coordinates to look at stars, and we would have to do the the chemical composition of <laughs> what the stars were made out of, based on like the colorization, um, the percentage of colorization, because that would kind of illuminate what chemicals it was burning off, whether it was hydrogen <laughs> or you know. So yeah, I mean, it was that that was. I got an A, but uh, I had to work for it. It was not what I had planned on. I thought, oh man, astronomy, we're just going to look at telescopes. That's an easy A. No, that was a difficult A. It's better than than your math courses you've been dealing with. Oh my God, (laughs) no, 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 no. All right. Dude, I was so livid last night. I was just, I was pacing around the house talking shit to this teacher, so. (laughs) All right. Let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Uh, Richard, where can everybody find your stuff on the internet? Oh, um, almost said Next Gen Newsweek, which I mean, wouldn't yeah. be wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know many left behind, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Michael, where can everybody find your stuff? Uh, on the internet. StalledAction.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chase? Um... There is another Gamefly sale going on right now. Um, let me pull that up real quick. Uh, I know La uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, $25. Death Stranding, th- uh, Director's Cut, $30. Returnal, $35. Ratchet & Clank, $40. Deathloop, $20. Bucks. Um, and those games have... And it's, uh, this, this, this sale is including free shipping. So those are really good deals right now. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff listed. 
some games as cheap as like seven, eight dollars. Um, check it out. Um, I know PlayStation is having an indie sale right now. Uh, there's a lot of lot of indie games on sale right now. Um, other than that, get that itch.io bundle. Yep. Yeah. I just realized I never got that copy of Ratchet and Clank that I bought through GameFly. Really? Never, never received it. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, if you want to find me anywhere on the internet, I'm at Meechflow on everything. I've been streaming Elden Ring to Twitch and TikTok at the same time, and it's been great. Y'all been helping me out quite a bit. I might do a little bit of streaming lately, or shortly after this show ends. I started doing it on on our ch- on our channel, but then like I have way more followers on the other stuff, so it's just like makes more sense to put it there and then DVR the episodes over to youtube so but anyway that's gonna be it for all the news this week thank you everyone for joining thanks for watching and we'll be back next week with another episode um lots of women's day sales going on too um uh fortnite has some freebies uh humble bundle has a uh international women's day you get scarlet nexus and then like seven other games uh for 20 bucks so Scarlet Nexus for twenty bucks plus seven other games. Highly Not recommend. Bad. Not bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, this week's sponsor is Nikki. Happy birthday! Oh. Um, yeah. Who's Nick? Wait, who's Nikki? Like Stevens uh, Nikki or Stevens Nikki? Yeah. Oh, cool! Well, happy birthday, Nikki. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs>